Welcome back to the Your Mental Restoration Podcast, where I'll show you how to take small steps towards your own mental restoration. I'm Alex, founder and owner of yourmentalrestoration.com, a one-stop shop for mental wellness and self-care, where you will find a relatable blog, self-care subscription boxes, this podcast, and my recently published book, Adulting Well. Today, we're going to take a look at whether or not you might be addicted to social media and what to do about it. So I have five signs for you that social media might be taking over your life and that you might need to take a break. In an era where we are all connected 24-7 via social media, it's really easy to overdo it. If you're being honest, aren't you a little guilty of checking your phone too much? I know I am. But if you're always on your phone to the point where your life and quality of life are being affected, you may need to consider a social media detox. If you see these signs in a loved one, it's a tricky discussion to have. No one likes their flaws to be pointed out, but sometimes offering to do uh, these steps with them might be a helpful um, exercise for the two of you to engage in. So if that person is your spouse or your teenager or your best friend, you could consider sharing this and having the discussion with them and, and trying to do it alongside of them. So do you find yourself thinking about your phone more than your spouse, your children, your job, your hobbies? Do you find yourself unable to battle against the urges to check your phone during inappropriate or unsafe situations, perhaps during a meeting or while you're driving? Do you feel lonely and isolated much of the time? Do you feel ashamed about your relationship with social media? If you answered yes to any of these, you might actually need a social media detox. So according to a study that was done last year in 2020 by We Are Social and Hootsuite together, there were 3.8 billion people using social media and that number continues to rise every day. Pew Research has been tracking social media since 2005, when at that time, the rate of adults on social media was 5%. Five. They found that as of 2019, 72% of adults are at least on one platform, and Facebook is the most common. I think that number is much higher now, especially post-quarantine with everybody trying to keep in touch with one another. These numbers help us to see how easy it is for people to get on social media, but also puts it into perspective how common social media use is now for adults. Uh, but unfortunately, social media use can trigger issues like addictive patterns and maladaptive coping mechanisms in people that are a little bit more sensitive to that. So you've heard people um, described as having an addictive personality and yes, um, Social media can become addicting. It does work on the brain just like many drugs. 
social media companies are aware that users experience those feel-good hits of dopamine when they get notifications, and they actually employ psychologists to learn better ways to exploit that. Um, every time we get a notification, there's that burst of dopamine when we check it. And for those of you who said that you struggle not to check notifications, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Our brains also crave novelty, which means our brains crave interesting new experiences, which is why apps like TikTok and now um, Instagram Reels and Facebook Watch can be especially addicting as you scroll through an endless loop of new content every 15 to 60 seconds. Your brain is getting a huge uh, reward pleasure signal every time there's a new video. So with that understanding and that kind of backstory, we want to look out for these five signs that you or maybe somebody you love is being negatively affected by social media and probably quite desperately needs a bit of a detox. So number one, you can't stop thinking about the platforms that you're on. So with that, I would ask, do you find yourself sitting at work, at dinner with family, um, or in gatherings of friends, but you can't stop thinking about whether or not you might have notifications, messages, or friend requests? Social media platforms, they know about this and they're trying to come up with new ways to get you to check the notifications. So you might find that you start getting notifications for things that you didn't used to. And that's just to get you checking it more and more often to filter or to uh, keep growing that addiction. So instead of getting mad at yourself, you could get mad at the platform. You know, get mad at these companies that are tricking you on purpose. Um, sign number two that you might have a problem would be that you place yourself and others at, in danger when you're checking your notifications. So if you can't wait until you get to your destination and you're checking your texts or you're checking your notifications while you're driving, it's definitely time to take a break from social media. You may not be willing to admit it publicly, but just from sitting at a stop sign, I can tell you the number of people checking their phones while driving is on the rise. So if you can't ride that wave of urgency to check your phone while driving, an addiction is really growing and may already have taken over. So you need some distance from it to control your circumstances by putting yourself on a detox. Um, another way to test that theory would be the next time you do have a notification and you can see that the little light is blinking or you can see that you have some, you know, your screen lit up and gave you a little text box. Um, don't check it. See if you can ride that urge to not check it, even to the point of forgetting about it. If you can't, that would be another sign that you are um, a, a bit addicted at this time. The reality is people always say, well, what if it's an emergency? I don't wanna miss something. If it's an emergency, they will call you. <laughs> they There will be ways that you will be notified, but the reality is most of our notifications are not emergencies. Um, sign number three, you risk your job or status in a group to check your notifications. So are you sneaking glimpses of your phone when you're in church or at your kids' events, during work meetings, or during social gatherings where your attention and, expect, or and participation are expected? Are you preoccupied thinking about what would make a good post, a good story, a cute boomerang? Are you fixated on capturing the right image instead of attending the event? Do you find yourself taking steps to enable your own cell phone use, like dimming your screen prior to entering the movies because you don't think you can avoid checking it for 90 minutes? All of these are signs that you're not in control of your own actions. When you can't go 15 minutes, 
60 minutes or 90 minutes without checking your notifications, you are sliding down a slippery slope. And I would suggest that you take action today to get control over yourself and your devices. All right, sign number four would be that you continue to grow your following, but you don't feel connected to anyone. This is a very common side effect of social media. Social media promotes itself as a way to connect. Social media tries to get you to think you have more friends and connections than you do. However, worldwide users report the same isolating effects of these platforms. Having friends or followers does not translate into feeling cared for and loved. So if you find yourself chasing the high of more followers, you're already hooked. And the cure is to connect with humans in real life. The cure is to get in real relationships with real people in your real community. I have nothing against social media. I use it. I think it's a great platform to educate people and stay connected with people who live further away. What I'm talking about here is when it goes too far. We do need to have real relationships with real people in our real community in addition to social media. So if you are finding that happening, I would really, really encourage you to consider taking a month at least, a solid month off from all social media platforms while simultaneously joining other groups. So if that's a book club, a choir, a bowling team, a mom group, a Bible study, find a group to join at the same time that you're taking the break. I know that it's difficult in the, you know, in this kind of post slash current quarantine COVID world. There are groups meeting um, in person, but you can also find virtual groups. And I would encourage you to throw yourself in with mic and camera on, okay? If it's a virtual group. Uh, okay, and step number five that you, or sign number five that you might be addicted is that you feel significant shame about your answers um, that I've uh, to the questions that I've asked. Shame is an emotion that results from the belief that something is wrong with us. Um, so if you feel a lot of shame and you're telling yourself that there must be something wrong with you, shame will actually keep you in a cycle of hiding your behaviors and how it'll keep you stuck. It, it halts change. It's time for a change if you feel uncomfortable talking about how reliant you've become on your social media platforms. I don't want you to feel shame over that. I, I do believe that 2020 and COVID have um, promoted social media addiction because it was one of the only ways we could connect. But now that we can get out there a little bit more, now that we can um, live our lives a little bit more freely, I'm going to challenge you to get back to a real life. As anyone with an addiction will tell you, gradually reducing you, your use over time is rarely possible or effective. A true cleanse means four to six weeks of no screens if possible. Yeah, I said it. No TV, no movies, no screens. Or if that's not possible, four to six weeks of zero social media contact. And I know that that might sound dramatic, but I believe it is crucial for you to be able to see and experience the difference between your life on and off of this social media addiction and be able to regain control. I do believe there's hope for you. I do believe that you can reduce how much dependence you're feeling on social media, 
but I do believe that you need to take a big break. And if you feel unable to con to conquer that, if you feel intense anxiety, panic, if you're sweating at the thought of taking four to six weeks off of social media, I would really encourage you to, to meet with a therapist and work with them through a step-by-step plan. Many workplaces offer EAP benefits, which are a handful of free sessions each year. Um, and many insurance plans actually offer free life coaches if you call your insurance company to help you through some of these things. So you may be able to find this help free or at low cost. Um, you do deserve support. There is support out there. And I don't want you to fall into an addiction that leaves you feeling more and more alone, isolated, and riddled with shame. So I encourage you to take some steps today to either decrease or eliminate social media for a period of time and take control of your life. Get back out there. Have a little bit of fun with real people. Thanks for listening.